Hey, welcome back to the show. My name is Tanya Burton and I am here to give you some awesome tips on how to navigate your Thanksgiving this year and how to make it awesome, have a good time with your family and friends and still be on track with your weight loss. So I'm going to give you five ways to navigate Thanksgiving. Plus, I'm going to give you bonus tips on um, really awesome questions to ask yourself this year that my clients absolutely loved um, hearing these questions. And I'm going to give you a bonus tip on how to handle your family uh, with your dieting. Okay, how do you have that conversation with them with no judgment? Okay, yes, it's possible. All right, so number one, um, wait till Thanksgiving to eat your Thanksgiving meal. And why do I say that? Because we kind of get in the spirit and everyone's bringing food into the office or, you know, we're baking and traveling and dropping it off or we're starting to bake early for Thanksgiving and and then freezing it. And, you know, we're getting into that holiday spirit and uh, we end up eating, you know, our Thanksgiving meal a little bit early, you know, and not waiting until actual Thursday to have it. Um, I had one person tell me, Tanya's just like, November happens and I can't stop eating and I eat a lot more and then Thanksgiving happens and really if you break it down, Thanksgiving really is just one meal out of like a hundred in November. And so I understand the anxiety and feeling overwhelmed for this week, but really if you think about it, it's just one meal. That's all it is. What happens and what trips us up is we start celebrating Thanksgiving for the full week, right? We're like, hey, I'm just gonna have pumpkin pie or pecan pie for breakfast with my coffee and we're gonna go out to eat with friends and you know we just start eating thanksgiving meals way on earlier and so it's higher it's more caloric that's why it tastes so delicious and then on top of that we go into thanksgiving already bloated and full and then we eat a thanksgiving meal and then leftovers and it's like we're adding on to all the food that we're eating so what i recommend is it's still a couple days before thanksgiving do your normal routine. Eat your normal meals, do your normal healthy habit routines and activities, but actually wait till Thursday to enjoy your Thanksgiving meal with your friends and family. Uh, a lot of times, we, I understand we bake a little bit earlier and we wanna try what we're eating, but just walk in before you start cooking with a limit of how many cookies or <laughs> you know how many pastries you're gonna eat. You know I understand trying it, but having that limit because it's easy to eat a full tray of cookies. So that's number one, wait till Thanksgiving to actually have that meal. Number two, um, on Thanksgiving day, stick to your morning routine. This is huge. You're gonna feel so awesome when you wake up and you do what you normally do the day before, a month before each morning. Uh, For example, um, with me, it's I wake up, I I drink my water, I tidy up the kitchen, um, I might read a little bit, I might go work out, which I know I will, Um, Won't be doing turkey trot this year, but I could still do three miles on the treadmill. So that is my plan. But I know I'm going to feel better if I do that. Okay. It's something I do every single day. So why not do it on the day of Thanksgiving? Just when you have like a check mark, and that's what I do with my clients um, now is, you know, they have habits. They have to, you know, get their check marks in and they love it. They love knowing, okay, this is what I gotta do to get my check mark. I can get my check mark if I don't do this. It's the same system we use when we're kids, like, hey, you get this, if you do this. We're adults and we, we're created, the, I mean, we're still the same people. You know, we just need to apply it differently. My clients love it, I absolutely love it. You know, your body just likes a good check mark. So bring on your good habits every morning the rest of the week, but also 
bleed them into this weekend and continue doing them, you're gonna feel awesome. And if you don't usually work out in the morning, uh, maybe it's just helping out more, you know, whether that's cleaning or, you know, baking or whatever, you're just gonna feel better being more active than waking up and being lethargic and starting your day off with mimosas. So <laughs> you're just gonna feel better, I promise. So stick to your morning routine, even though it's the holidays. It's a great way uh, to start the holiday uh, endeavors. So um, number three, okay. If you're going to have your Thanksgiving meal during dinner time, I recommend that you keep it light for breakfast and lunch. So a lot of people freak out about, I don't know what they're cooking. I don't know what they're gonna bring. I'm, you know, all the temptations. And it's like, hey, listen, let's take a deep breath, stand back. You're going to have like eight hours before you actually eat from the time you wake up. So let's just break down what you're going to eat for breakfast and lunch. And they're like, oh, you're right. I do control that. And then keeping it simple, keeping it light. You just want to make sure you at least get your protein in in every meal. If you can throw in some vegetables, awesome. But you don't want to start your day off with like a 500 calorie breakfast and then a thousand calorie lunch. You're really not going to even be hungry for dinner. So just keep it light. And what I mean by light is... Maybe two, three hundred calories. Um, it's kind of between a snack and an actual meal. You just want something on your stomach, but not to the point where you're gonna be like full and bloated. And let's say like uh, our family, we're gonna have dinner around lunchtime. So I'm gonna keep it super light for breakfast, probably like around 100, 150 calories, and then eat our lunch, and then wait till I'm actually hungry again to eat dinner. And even then, I remember last year I had like 300 calories for dinner. I just wasn't hungry. I mean, I ate a huge lunch. So that's the way you navigate it. Enjoy the meal. Come in with a sample mindset where, hey, I'm going to try a little bit of everything. You don't need a huge heaping scoop of mashed potatoes and dumplings and mac and cheese and green bean casserole. Just take a couple bites of everything. It's going to fill up one plate. Um, but be, be able to know that, hey, you still have the rest of the day to make good choices. So if you think about it now, you won't come and prepare it on Thanksgiving Day and you're going to be like, oh, I got a plan and I'm going to stick to it. You're going to feel so much better. So whether you have Thanksgiving during dinner time or lunchtime, know your other meals around that and you're going to rock your day. Number four, stay hydrated. This is huge and it's it's so simple and you probably hear me say this all the time, like Tanya, is there any other advice besides just drinking water? Drinking water is so important and I will never stop saying it. You need it every single day and especially holidays because you're eating extra stuff to flush everything out. But what happens is we're around our family and we have a good time and we forget to drink our water. And it happens all, every single time I go uh, with family events. Like you're so into conversations and playing with the kids that you forget, oh, it's been like four hours since I had a sip of water. So what I recommend is take a, take your cup with you. They're not gonna care. You know, take your Yeti cup or whatever cup you normally drink water out of. Um, like last time um, at our gender reveal party, I made sure to grab our 30 ounce cup. And I filled it up probably like six or seven times between me and my husband. And it was awesome. Like we stayed hydrated, we felt good. We, you know, we never felt bloated. We, it was just so, such a difference than trying to fill up a cup because I could take a couple of gulps and it's over and it's like back and forth running to get more water. So having a bigger cup, 30 ounces was perfect for us. So I know Thanksgiving, that's what I'm gonna do again. Um, you're gonna just feel better uh, and you're gonna actually consume less food. So if you're worried about I'm gonna overindulge, 
drink some water in the beginning part of your day, during your meal, after your meal, you're actually, your consumption is going to decrease significantly, okay? And you're actually gonna feel better. So bring your cup with you. Number five, um, watch out for the leftovers. Like I said, it's not Thanksgiving that throws us off. It's the leftovers and then we have Thanksgiving the rest of the week. Like we wake up and we're like, hmm, you know, that pecan pie with my coffee just sounds so good. And this whole thing of dumplings for lunch with my green bean casserole and my rolls and buttery mashed potatoes sounds so good. And we just rewarm everything up. It's fine to have leftovers, but maybe have a, have a plan like, hey, I'll have leftovers for dinner or I'll have one serving. Um, when we, and I remember as a kid, like we just woke up on Friday and we're like, <gasps> give me the turkey, give me the mashed potatoes. Like we just went full blown into another Thanksgiving meal and we did it the rest of the day. It wasn't that we were even hungry. Like after what we ate yesterday, we shouldn't have been hungry, but we're so excited about all the del- delicious food that we just kept eating it and eating it and eating it. So like I said, Thanksgiving, don't worry about it. Pay attention and make a plan for the rest of the week and knowing what to do and how to handle those leftovers. Are you going to have any? Can you share it with somebody else? Can you bring them to work? You know, if you feel tempted, put them somewhere else. Make sure just your family eats it or know which ones you're going to splurge on most. Things like that. Like come with a plan. Um, You're just going to feel so much better. Okay. So those are my five tips. One, wait till Thanksgiving to actually eat a Thanksgiving meal. Two, stick to your morning routine. You're gonna feel like a rock star when you start your day off on the right foot and it's gonna make you make better decisions the rest of the day. Three, uh, know your meal time when you guys are gonna actually have your Thanksgiving and the meals around it, keep it light, keep it simple, make sure you get your protein in and you're gonna be fine. Number four, stay hydrated throughout the day. So start your day off with water, Bring your cup with you, drink water throughout the meal, after the meal, makes a huge difference. And number five, watch out for your leftovers. If you grab some, awesome, but maybe it's a smaller portion, Um, maybe it's foods your your family will like that you're not tempted to eat as much. Whatever it is, whatever your preference is, just just watch out for them and um, just have a plan for it. And so here's some bonus material for you. And these are some questions I asked my clients and they absolutely loved it. So... One question that I really recommend that you think about if you have anxiety for the holiday season is what are my non-negotiables during the holiday when I celebrate with my family? What are your non-negotiables? So with one of my clients, I want to share her response because it was really great. So she gave me four uh, answers. Her non-negotiables during the, during the holiday was one, have one plate of food. That is awesome. Um, She goes, I'm going to focus on my protein and fibrous veggies and then sample some small things I want to try. That's beautiful. It's perfect. She gets to eat everything she wants, but she knows she's filling up on the good stuff first. Number two, hitting my water goals. You know, drinking a lot of water before and after Thanksgiving dinner. Perfect plan. Number three, not eating anything to please others. Using skillful tactics to be kind to myself, but also my family knowing it's okay to say no or pass and just just being very thoughtful and loving about my responses and i love that you know so many so many times we want to please people and then we hurt ourselves so for her to say you know it's okay to say no or pass or no thank you it's not a big deal 
And number four, she wrote, finally chew and enjoy every bite. Eat slowly, practice get gratitude. It's Thanksgiving after all. And I love that, it's beautiful. So she has a, a plan of how she's gonna handle her day, her meals, her water, her family, um, what she's gonna do during her meal. It's beautiful, that is her non-negotiable. And if she does all four of those things, She's going to, our next conversation, she's going to tell those the best Thanksgiving meal ever. Why? Because she created her value, her priorities for that day, what she wants to, uh, what she wants to experience. Now that she has a, a plan, her brain will actually follow through with it. Because if you don't have a plan, your, your brain doesn't have a vision to follow. So you need to take the time and think about this. That's why I ask these hard questions. Um, because you're going to thank me in the end. All right. So, <laughs> um, and in another question, um, well, that, that's one thing I really recommend is knowing what are your non-negotiables for the day of Thanksgiving and after Thanksgiving, okay? How are you going to approach those? Because those are two separate days, Thursday and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday. What's going to make you happy? What's going to make you successful to where when you wake up on Monday, you're like, wow, that was a great Thanksgiving week. Like I handled myself well. Why? Why did you handle yourself well? What did you do? And one question I got that I wanted to answer is, Tanya, how do I handle my family and my dining? I'm starting this new program. You know, how do I tell them, you know, what I want and not to make them uncomfortable and not to raise a lot of questions because I don't want this whole thing to be like a debate about dining, you know, dining, religion, and politics. I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, your family can get into some uh, touchy subjects and it doesn't make for a great experience. So depending on who your family is. And if you guys have all the same beliefs, it's easier. But if you don't, there's some friction. And so, you know, she was wondering, how do I handle it? And we still have a good time. And this is what I recommend truly. Um, this is why I love flexible dieting. It's what I teach is nobody has to know what you're doing. And that is the most beautiful thing ever is to go on a diet and not say, hey, I can't have potatoes on my keto. Hey, I can't have bread, I'm on low carb. Like we don't need to highlight what we're doing. Just choose what you need to eat and be fine with it. And what's great about flexible dieting, there's nothing off limits. It's just moderation. It's just planning ahead. And so if if your family doesn't ask about your diet, don't bring it up. And I know that's hard to do. And this is just me talking from experience. It's exciting. When you start flexible dieting, you're like, oh my gosh, Tanya, where's this been all my life? And I'm like, I know. That's why I want to share it with the world because it's so much easier than anything I've ever done. Like I get to eat whatever I want. I track it and I lose weight. And so I'm very passionate about it. Family might not understand that. And if they, if you're new and you really, you aren't showing where you've lost a lot of weight, don't bring it up. I would recommend not to. Although it's exciting. It's super, super exciting, right? We're starting something new. We're feeling better. We're learning about nutrition and we want to share it. And I get it because I've been there too. I'm like, I just want to share it with everybody. Even though it was like a couple weeks in. I would recommend when people ask, hey, what's new with you? Having a couple of different options, different things to talk about. Hey, I got a new office space, looking at new furniture, just bought a house. This is what, you know, what's happening with the kids. This is what's happening at work. Um, whatever it could be. Or maybe hobbies in the future that you're gonna get into. You know, like, hey, I'm gonna take a culinary class or, you know, I'm gonna do some, I'm gonna get certified in this online. You know, talk about other hobbies besides dieting, okay? Because everyone's going to have their own opinion on it. And it, it, unless they experience flexible dieting, it's, it's not going to make sense. 
And unless someone actually asks you like, hey, you look phenomenal, what are you doing? Come up with an answer. If you know somebody might ask you that because you've lost a significant amount of weight, come up with a good response. Hey, I've been working with a nutritionist. Hey, I've been working with a personal trainer. Um, You know, I've been tracking my food. Um, You know, I just have a list of my healthy habits and this is what I'm doing or, you know, I'm I'm working up to this goal. This is what, you know, whatever you want to come up with. There's no wrong answer. But if you know you're going to come up across some difficult questions around your family, you know your family, you know what they might ask, learn ahead of time how to respond. And when that question arises, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, you already have an answer. Does that make sense? So if your family is open to it, feel free to share. But I've learned it's better to not talk about your diet and talk about other things because it's just a mess if you just get into it and nobody else is into it and nobody cares about dieting besides you, okay? So it's, it's just, you feel awkward. So <laughs> now, if you had 10 people doing the same thing you're doing, then it's exciting. But that's just my helpful advice of navigating family and dieting. Do the best you can and come in with a plan of how am I going to set my plate up? What am I going to put on my plate? And not make it a whole ordeal where family even knows you're dieting. I think that's the best thing is... Nobody knew I was dieting. I was just dieting and losing weight. And, you know, whatever anybody says, you know, I just kept losing it and losing it and losing it. And that, for me, felt really great to show that, hey, I can lose weight through the holidays. So overall, enjoy Thursday. Enjoy time with your family. If you're tracking your food, don't feel obligated to track your food on Thursday. Maybe if you your breakfast or something like that where you feel better. But don't feel like you have to hit your macros or you can't have a glass of wine enjoy it it's family and especially this year you need some family time some hugs you need to spend time with people you love so just enjoy it but what i do recommend is having a plan for friday saturday and sunday people are like i fall off the wagon on the weekends because i don't have a routine great make a routine well what does that look like write a list of things you got to do and do them before you eat your lunch and dinner it's truly that simple. We don't have a routine because we don't have a plan. We don't have a plan because we don't write stuff down that we need to do. Okay, and then what happens is just get back to your normal routine. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, get back to your morning routine, what you typically have for lunch. Um, you're just going to feel so much better getting back to the norm and not waiting till January 2nd to start fresh. Okay, start fresh the next day. That's a muscle, that's a skill that you got to learn is reset Boom, my eyes are open. I slept great. My eyes are open. Starting the day off right. Getting my water, getting my workout, knowing what I have for today. Like you're just going to feel so much better. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that eases your anxiety when it comes to the holidays. Just know to enjoy it. But come Friday, have a plan of what you're going to do that day. Whether that's shopping, whether that's bringing out the Christmas tree. Just write at least three or four things you got to do that day. And you're going to feel so much better. Um, for me, I am going to let's say my in-laws are coming in on Wednesday and I'm so excited for them to come. Um, my husband said, beware, they're going to rub all over your belly. don't really have one, but they can. Um, <laughs> first grandchild. Um, and then we're going to, you know, go to my mom's and enjoy Thanksgiving with them and the whole family. And Friday and Saturday, we plan to might do some shopping later on in the day. Um, avoiding the craziness and we're gonna do a lot of cleaning and painting and all that good stuff because we just bought a house so that'll be fun Um, that's our goal and that's gonna take the next two three days to get everything moved in settled in and paint everything so 
we already thought of this like three weeks ago of what we're doing this weekend. So I know to stay busy. I know to get stuff done um, because the fat don't, I'm going to be all over those dumplings that <laughs> my father-in-law makes from scratch. It's so good. Um, so I know, hey, Tanya, get some work done and then you can enjoy a bowl of it. But that's my plan. And I make sure I'll grab my water bottle with me um, and just have a good time on Thursday. I'm not going to stress about it, but make sure I use all that extra energy I used Thursday to burn it off Friday and Saturday as I'm moving things around and taping my beautiful walls off. So pray for me. <laughs> well, have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoy this episode and know somebody that will benefit from it, that are anxious or nervous about how to handle the the Thanksgiving holiday, uh, feel free to share this episode with them. Um, if you enjoyed it, I'd love to hear a review uh, from you. It just takes a few minutes, um, but have an awesome week. Have an awesome Thanksgiving, um, and I will talk to you, everyone later. Bye.